On this segment, we're going to talk about the diversity of cellular life. First, we're going to start talking about unicellular organisms. Cells, as we know, are the basic living units of all organisms. But sometimes a single cell is a little more than just that. Sometimes a cell is an organism. A single-celled organism is also called a unicellular organism. Unicellular organisms do everything that you would expect a living thing to do. They grow, respond to their environment, transfer energy, um, and reproduce. In terms of their numbers, unicellular organisms dominate life on Earth. Um, some examples of unicellular organisms um, would be bacteria. Now we're going to talk about multicellular organisms. Those are organisms that are made up of many cell types um, and are called multicellular. There are a great variety amount of there's a great variety of multicellular organisms. However, all multicellular organisms depend on communication and cooperation among specialized cells. Cells throughout an organisms can develop in different ways to perform different tasks. So this process would be cell specialization. Um, that's when cells throughout an organism develop different ways to perform different tasks, cell specialization. So animal cells are specialized in many ways. Red blood cells are specialized to transport oxygen. Red blood cells contain a protein that binds to oxygen in the lungs and transport the oxygen throughout the body where it is released. Cells specialized to produce proteins, for example, are found in the pancreas. The pancreas is a gland that produces enzymes that make it possible to digest food. As you might expect, pancreatic cells are packed with ribosomes and rough ER, which are where proteins are produced. Pancreatic cells also possess large amounts of other organelles needed for protein export, including a well-developed Golgi apparatus and clusters of storage vacuoles loaded with enzymes. The human ability to move is a result of the specialized structure of muscle cells. These cells generate force by using a um, dramatically overdeveloped cytoskeleton Skeletal muscle cells are packed with fibers arranged in a tight, regular pattern. Those fibers are actin microfilaments and a cytoskeletal protein called myosin. When they contract, um, muscle cells use chemical energy to pull these fibers past each other, generating force. Whether your muscles are large or small, your muscle cells themselves um, are bulked up which these specialized cytoskeletal proteins to a degree that um, make them the body's undisputed heavy lifting champions. So talking about specialized plant cells now, um, a plant basking in the sunlight may seem quite passive, but is actually interacting with the environment at that moment. So it rapidly exchanges carbon dioxide, oxygen, water vapor, and other gases through tiny openings called stomata or the undersides of the leaves. Highly specialized cells known as guard cells regulate this exchange. 
Guard cells monitor the plant's internal conditions, changing their shape according to those conditions. For example, when the plant can benefit from gas exchange, the stomata will open. The stomata closes tightly when the plant's internal conditions change. Now we're going to talk about levels of organization. So biologists have identified levels of organization that make it easier to describe the cell, um, the cells within a multicellular organism. The levels of organization in a multicellular organism are individual cells, tissue, organs, and organ systems. These levels of organization um, are, are very important to know. So make sure you know those four levels of organization for a multicellular organism. There's an individual cell, tissues, organs, and organ systems. So let's talk about tissues. In multicellular organisms, cells are the first level of organization. Similar cells are grouped into units called tissues. A tissue is a group of similar cells that perform a particular function. The collection of cells that produce digestive enzymes in the pancreas make up one kind of tissue. Most animals have four main types of tissue, and they are muscle, epithelial, nervous, and connective tissue. We will talk more on these tissue levels in further chapters. Right now, you just need to know the levels of organization, those four levels, and know um, the four different components of tissue that make that um, level. So now we're going to talk about organs. Many tasks within the body are too complicated to be carried out by just one type of tissue. So in these cases, many groups of tissue work together as an organ. For example, each uh, muscle in your body is an individual organ. Within a muscle, however, there is much more than muscle tissue. There are nerve tissues and connective tissue. Each type of tissue performs an essential task to help the organ function. Now talking about organ systems. In most cases, an organ completes a series of specialized tasks. A group of organs that work together to perform a, spe um, a specific function, that's an organ system. So the organizational um, of the body cells into tissues, organs, and organ systems create a division of labor among those cells that makes multicellular life possible. Specialized cells such as nerve and muscle cells are able to function precisely because other cells are specialized to obtain the food and oxygen needed by those cells. This overall specialization and interdependence is one of the remarkable attributes of living things. Um, appreciating these characteristics is an important step in understanding the nature of living things.